What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 80 of the TorontoGameDevs.com podcast. I'm your host, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDevs.com. Uh, with me, as always, is Brett from Hard... Uh, nope, not Hard Circle. Well, Hard Circle, I guess, if you want to look it up. <laughs> Sounds good. What's <laughs> up, everybody? <laughs> There's like eight, 70 episodes of just saying Brett from Hard Circle, so it's still well, has to really? I'm from Tiny Titan Studio now. Well, you're, you're part of... But like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. Where I work. Hard Circle, Tiny Titan Studios, anything else you want to hype up in the next minute? Just myself, just Brett. Right. Uh, and that other voice you hear is composing Dan. I'm playing Puzzle Farter right now. Oh, you're still playing it? <laughs> Have you guys played Puzzle Farter? No? No. I, I Until you said it like five minutes ago off the, off the air or whatever, I, I had never heard of it. At some point, just Google Puzzle Fighter, click the first link, and play it, because it's actually, it's worth a good laugh. It's worth, like, ten minutes of your time. What kind of game, is it like a puzzle, like a... It's it's like, it's a game where you navigate through obstacles, different enemies, barriers, and it's it's one of those games where it's a single screen game, you just gotta make it to the other door. Right. But not one of those ones where you have to get a key and then go to the Mm. other door. You know what I'm talking about? You just gotta make it, you just gotta navigate the obstacles, get to the door. But you're only... means of motion are left, right, jump, and like a fart propulsion that like propels you into the air. <laughs> and it sounds good, and it's just funny. It is funny. You playing it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. Alright, well I won't play it uh, just because I don't want my computer to blow up while doing it. It already sounds like it's going to blow up. Okay, I'm going to get these up going up here. Luckily, the, the sound, like, my fan is going hard, but when I listen to the last recording, it doesn't come up on the podcast, so. Yeah. It's only annoying to you guys. Good. Yeah. Which is how I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, over the weekend, I did create a Toronto Game Devs subreddit, so you can check out reddit.com slash r slash Toronto Game Devs, uh, and join the conversation, subscribe, do all that stuff. Feel free to self-promote anything that you're working on, anything that you want to work on, all that fun stuff, because right now it's mostly just the website spam. Um, but if you're on Reddit, if you're a Reddit user, you should subscribe. Uh, also, the podcast is brought to you by Makama Sound. You can check them out at makamasound.com. They're official sponsor of the website. You can become an official sponsor of the website through Patreon. Uh, check out patreon.com slash Do it. Uh, Brett? Yep. Former director of Hype, what do you got to Hype? Uh, well, this game called Puzzle, uh, Puzzle Farter. <laughs> it's so dumb. Um, so we have, uh, Game Dev Drinks coming up on the 19th with Oddbird Studios will be coming to talk. Um, oh, really? So that'll be at, yeah, that'll be at 7.30 at the Pheasant Plucker in Hamilton, um, on the second floor. So when's that'll this? be happening. The 19th of July. Nice. They've done one once, right? No, they've never done one. It's their first time, eh? Yeah, it'll be their first time. I think they've just been vets. They just go to they just go to a lot of the yeah. Or at least they seem to go to the ones that I always go to, so Yeah, they're usually there like hanging out and stuff. Yeah. Nice. And they're at the uh when you did the demo showcasing games one, whatever you want yep. to call it, they showed off. Yep. Um Arrowheads. Cool. Yep. Anything so they'll else? be doing their own little talk. 
Bibazar is returning this summer. Uh, this is the one brought, um, put on by Game of Space with all the different uh, demos and stuff for local developed games. Anyone part of the ga- uh, Game of Space slash Bentomiso, really. Uh, this year, the CNE is having like a gaming space. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so they're going to be there. Uh, I know, I don't, I don't think I'm allowed to say who it actually was, but a couple people have told me that they're going to be there showcasing some stuff too. So, like, CNE is kind of making a bid for. Uh, having a little gaming section uh, August 25th to 27th. If you want to be at the Bizarre one, showcase what you have. The, the applications are open for this month, so just check it cool. out. Um, but, yeah, it's been a while since the Bizarre, like, it's been like two years or so since the Bizarre. so. Yeah, same here. Uh, actually, I haven't been to one, but yep. I know you've talked about it multiple times, and I'm just like, yeah, there we go. Yeah. I remember, I remember playing Severed on Vita at the first, that the first Bit Bazaar I went to, which was like two and a half years ago now, two years ago. Hmm. Good times. And Cryptarch, I think. I think I played there. Which just came out. So. Yeah, I've been to a few. It's fun. Yeah. I haven't been yet. Um, Dan, is there anything you want to hype up? Um, let me think. Nah. No. I'm good. You don't I'm working on new games, but I can't oh. really say about it. Oh. <laughs> can you say who you're working on with? Um. Well, yeah, I guess I can, because uh, Alex already tweeted out that I'm working with 13am on something new. Oh, I didn't even see that, actually. So that's going down. That was a while ago. Oh. Or working with 13am on something. Hmm. What could it be? <laughs> What is it? I can't say anything about it. Yeah, that's fine. No, cool. I actually said anything that I couldn't say anything, but I'm pretty sure I can't say anything. I'm just out of caution with that stuff. <laughs> when, when in doubt, you say nothing. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Cool. Um, all right. I don't think I'd say anything else left to hype, so we can go to news time. News, news, news. news. I don't know what order I gave you the... I, I just clicked it from Cuphead down. Okay. Uh, Cuphead, which was announced at E3, given a release date September 29th, day before my birthday, coming to mm-hmm. Xbox One and PC. Uh, they did a little kind of chat on, um, not NeoGAF, somewhere, I forget. A developer said that it will, it would never come to PS4. Uh, probably because of, uh, some sort of licensing deal they have with Microsoft. So, mm-hmm. they own the Cuphead IP, they said. Um, so we might hmm. see like Cuphead two if this one goes on to become successful. Oh man, that's a, that's a raw deal. Yeah, but if you that's interesting. But if you are a Cuphead fan uh, and a PS4 only owner, you and you want to play, you're gonna have to find some other method, either PC or Xbox. Yeah, this is totally a game that should be cross platform. Yeah, on Switch and and PlayStation. Yeah, I think he was, I think they were specifically asked about. PS4, so I don't know. Um, Switch might still be up in the air, but I would imagine if it if it can't come to PS4, it can't come to Switch either. So yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how this stuff usually works. Like, could they just release like a Cuphead like DLC expansion thing with like a couple extra levels and modes, and then just release like Cuphead like you know Ultimate Edition, and then release that for everything? If Microsoft owns the IP, no. No, sorry. Uh, sorry, I meant to say Cuphead guys own the IP. 
then it will just come down to when their exclusivity deal is done with Microsoft, then they can release it to whatever they want. Because if you look at the at the the sorry the branding on the final card, there it does say Xbox One, and it does have the Microsoft branding, which is a bit different. It has the Steam branding. Yeah, it's the PC, their Windows 10 stuff. So if, if it has a Microsoft logo, what does that mean? Like, well, I guess you just said Microsoft owns it, right? No, no, no. no. Cup, the guys behind Cuphead own it. So, the so g- it could come to the PS eventually. Eventually, it just depends on the deal. That's all. How long the exclusivity deal is with Microsoft? But they said never, right? <laughs> is that what you what you just said? Yeah. If it says never, then that's the deal. <laughs> let me get. Let me find the. the quote. I don't even see the quote here. Well, yeah, I see a quote, but it didn't say never. Yeah, no. it doesn't say never. What's with this quote here? Uh, one second. Says this, it is exclusive to Xbox and PC with Steam 10 and Windows 10 versions. Uh, and a GOG release likely after. There will be a likely version for Mac and Linux beyond that. No, never. <coughs> this game looks totally insane. Like, this is completely insane. This, 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 should, just, this should have a movie spinoff. That'd be cool. So the quote is, um, someone asked, so is this game 100% lifetime PC Microsoft exclusive? I'm seeing mixed information. This probably won't get answered. Quote, yes, this Cuphead game is exclusive to Xbox and PC with Steam and Windows 10 version at launch and GOG released shortly after. There will be a Mac version down the road and possibly a Linux version beyond that. We own the Cuphead IP. So it's not never coming to anything else. So it could come. Okay, who's answering the question? I just closed the NeoGAF thing. <laughs> was that was that FDHR guys or was that? Yeah. No, it was it was one of the. Let me let me find out who it was. Doing some investigative reporting here. Polygon's like Polygon's title is Cuphead won't be coming to PS4. Oh. Yeah, but it might be. It might come. It might come later down the road. Yeah, exactly. Because if 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 it was one of the guys from MDHR saying it is MDHR, right? Am I saying that right? Uh, yeah, I was just saying. Okay. Yeah, Studio MDHR here. Um, if one of the, if it was one of those guys, and their last phrase was "We own the IP," that's probably a sly way of saying once this exclusivity is up, we yeah. could want. Yeah. Like, they they are outright telling you, "Hey, we own this. Don't worry, dog." And, and that just might be a hot take. That that's you'll be able to play Cuphead on PS4 in 2021. Probably. <laughs> I'm very interested in this game. Like it looks gorgeous and everything like that. It played fun, but is like I'm wondering, you know, is it three hours long for twenty dollars or whatever? I think it's like fifteen or twenty bucks. I don't care if it's three hours long if it looks this good, man. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll probably get it on the PC. Like this is insane. I mean. I could I could probably only take three hours of this. What melts my brain? Yeah, I, I well, I'm just watching some of the uh, let's plays here. I, I'm I'm down. It's gonna be fun. <coughs> Day before my birthday. 
Uh, number two, Foz is released on scene. Uh, one, someone, uh, a student at Trios College reached out to me, just kind of, I met him a while back, mm-hmm. uh, and just let me know that his game came out on Steam. I think it's like a buck. Uh, quote, in a distant, in the distant future, an apocalyptic event has rendered the world in darkness, where ro- robots seem to be all that survived. Mm-hmm. Ration your battery and memory to get as far as you can, but you can move, can't move and see at the same time, so memory use is vital. Mark carefully as every jump can be fatal. Oh, interesting. Huh. So you just draw some light so that you can make your platforming. Yeah. Intriguing. Uh, so you pick it up on Steam. Uh, I think, let me actually just confirm it's like a dollar. Pretty cheap. It yeah. is. Dollar nine. nine. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, Looks neat. Yeah, I, I, he gave me a code. I didn't get a chance to try it out, though. I didn't know that Steam really had, like, dollar little games. Yeah, I think I've seen, like, a 25-cent game before, too. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I just imagine, I wonder why, like, he didn't go with, uh, with, like, um, a mobile release. Uh, that's a good question. Maybe it doesn't work so hot on mobile. Yeah. It's like, you Possible. have to control your character and the... The line, right? I don't know. I kind of want to play it just to see how this thing plays. Dollar nine. Seems like I, 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 I put it on my wish list. There you go. I think it was like on sale too uh, during the Steam sale for like ninety cents. So I avoided the Steam sale. Like I didn't want to buy anything. You didn't pick up a single thing. Nope. Well, I just did not want to. I'm like, no, I've I've spent too much lately on things. So I'm trying to save up for a car. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm I'm noticing like there's always that joke when when a Steam sale starts and someone like goes to buy it and then it looks like they've already like purchased it. Mm. Um, that's starting to happen to me on the PlayStation just because with like PlayStation Plus games and stuff, I'll I'll start, uh, <clears throat> I'll just like be looking through a sale and and a game I look like the same exact same thing happens where I'll see a game and see that I purchased it or somehow have it with PlayStation Plus and don't need to buy it. So my backlog is just getting. Completely out of hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine. So is mine. There's eventually, like, I just need to just kill it and just say, okay, no more. I'll just focus on these like two games and then and then just abandon everything else. Yeah, and there's always like a new humble bundle to buy and stuff. And too many games, man. <laughs> too many games. I've got Witcher three in my backlog. That's uh, that's just one game. That's all you need. Witcher, yeah, I have Witcher three downloaded and. Every yeah. every like every day of my life right there. Yeah, every day that game stares at me, just being like, it's like, come play me. I'm like, uh, I'll lose all my life. And then I got Persona Five, so really, that logic doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, number three, Little Red. Speaking of games that already came out on Steam, Little Red Lies out on Steam as well. It's from Will O'Neill. He did uh, Actual Sunlight, and now it's mm. another story-driven game. Living in a common time and place, Little Red Lie alternates you through the perspective of two individuals who never meet, but who are deeply connected nevertheless. Explore the dynamics of their lives, relationships, and decisions as both of them come to face-to-face with the consequences of who they are and where they come from. Uh, lying is the big thing in here. You basically just lie your way through life. Uh, oh. At the time I wrote this, it was on sale, but I don't know if it is still. Uh, uh, it's like this... This live about obsession with luxury sex car. <laughs> like what? Did you? What is um, this? You played actual sunlight, didn't you, Steve? Yeah, it's on Vita. I played it. 
Nice. I liked it. This one is like uh, actual sunlight dealt with like uh, <clears throat> depression and suicide and whatnot. Uh, Little Red Light deals with lying and sex cars, I guess, or whatever. Uh, sex cars, sports cars, sex cars. Um, so I'll I'll pick this up eventually, but I would love I would love another Vita one. I need I need Vita games. There's no more no more Vita games coming out. So yeah, Vita's dead. It's been dead for a while. Vita has been dead straight up for like maybe two years. Yeah, it seems about right. The only thing, and then like every E3 for the last like two or three years, Vita fans are kind of just waiting to see what Sony announced or what what gets announced in general. And the only thing that was announced for Vita this this E3 was um ah uh, that what's that like indie RPG that everyone really likes? It's like pixelated NES. I totally forget. Say that again. It's like a RP. It's like a weird RPG with like NES style graphics. Um, uh, Undertale. Undertale, yes. Uh, I knew I'd get there eventually. There you go, Brett. And uh, Undertale got really or like it's got announced that's coming to Vita and PS4 and stuff. So go PS Vita. Yeah. No, now I got the Switch, so now I don't really care that much. Did you get arms yet? No, I don't think I will. Um, I feel like I feel like arms I'll like buy, really enjoy for three, four hours, and then just never touch ever again. It seems that kind of game to me. For for right. me, um, not big on fighters, not big on online focused games. Mm. Uh, Splatoon comes out in like three weeks, so I was just like, if I could just hold off for a Splatoon. Um, that's that's more my jam. Even though it's like an online focus game, it's it's it does enough unique things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Splatoon, you got to paint the world. You're not really like fighting. You're fighting people, and you can shoot them, kill them, or whatever. But that's not the goal of the game. So, so little red lie, little red lie, pick it up, Steam. Pick it up. I want to yep. play this. I haven't played Actual Sunlight yet. I've heard good things. It is good. He's a great writer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was the writer for. Uh, Oh uh, man, Planet of the Eyes, uh, and he's the writer for the upcoming. Uh, oh, I'm blanking right now. The Pixelated RPG 3D one, Brett. Say it again. Pixelated 3D. Uh, River, no, no, no. River Bond's like the no. In Legends one. I'm blanking. Pixelated 3D. Um, and I can't. That one's too vague. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, who makes it? Coco Cucumber. Oh, uh, Planet of the Eyes. No, their their next game. Oh, River Run. Is that what's called? I think so. Alright, whatever. So. Anyways, I so. I'll come up. I'll I'll figure it out. Uh, number four. Massive damage is uh, tween that they have a big update coming for uh, House of Six. Sorry, Bond River Bond River Bond. That was, was close. Did I say that? And I think not, said River Bond a few times. River Bond. He did. The, he's doing the rain for that as well. So. And we're moving on. Massive damage is teasing some big updates for House of Six. Uh, you can check them out on their Twitter at Halcyon Six Game. Uh, Brett, I think you're the only one around here who's played. 
How's it on six? I wonder what the update is. Are you still playing it or no? Nope. No. But I wonder what the update is. And I wonder if it's free. Yeah, will you go back to it? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go back and check it out. <clears throat> Even if it's paid update? Nope. Okay. <laughs> free update, yes. Paid update, no. No, no, no. You can check their Twitter. They, they like, posted some gifts and stuff like that of just, like, teases. But um, they haven't really said anything yet, so we'll find out soon. But I, I, if I, it is, uh, I kind of think I know what it is because I talked to Ken about it a while back. Scoop. But, yeah, I'm not saying what it is because I don't know if it's going to be that exact thing. Scoop. Yeah, it's it, it could be cool what it, what, what it is. Scoop. Anyways, keep, keep your eye on that. Uh, they've been updating the game, though, on Steam, right? I, uh, I haven't seen an update in a while, but uh, yeah. Uh, and Digital Extremes, uh, this is actually, so this was actually kind of an older update from like last month, and, and since then they've actually announced a new update, which I'll get on the site soon, but Digital Extremes, Extreme, hmm. uh, Warframe launches a, launched a new Hyrule War, Warframe graphical overhaul and stuff like that, so you can check out the trailer, uh, press release on the site. Uh, but since then, I got an email this morning, or maybe yesterday morning, um, detailing another update. Hmm. So they just keep going back. I haven't played Warframe in a, in a few years, so same. I had fun when I like when it first came out because it was on PS4 like launch. It was like a PS4 launch game, or the beta was, anyways. I think I only played it at like one of the like when I've seen them at a convention. I haven't really ever played it. Yeah. It's like it's fun, but it just it has the same kind of like free to play problems mm-hmm. that a lot of free to play games have, where it's like you can buy something for like eighty bucks, or you can just grind your way forever. I'll just grind. Yeah, it looks nice though. I'm having that problem right now with Marvel Heroes, which is like the Diablo style Marvel game. Yeah, and it's fun and and whatnot, but like to get the character packs for, like, Avengers. Like, if you want to just kind of download... You can have every character and get them to level 10, and after that, you got to spend uh, either the premium currency that you can find or real money. Um, so I'm playing as Gambit. But, like, if you want to get the Avengers, which is Hulk, Iron Man, Thor, and maybe a few, like, two other characters, I think, like, five characters, it's 80 bucks. Um, and that's just like for five of to play as five of like the thirty characters. I'm like, nope. Yeah, that just seems that's a little ridiculous. <laughs> no, thank you. So if you want to play as like everyone, or if you're just like a general huge Marvel fan who wants to try like wants to play as like every character, like mm-hmm. it's kind of really unrealistic. So I'm like, I would love the I would love that game as like an eighty dollar game, like just a, a kind of an MMO style like Diablo thing. It's really it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it, but. <clears throat> I don't want to spend $500 on it unlocking everything. Forget that. I do not like any game that requires me spending more money on it after I've paid for it. Agreed. Well, it depends on the game. No, it's inexcusable. If I paid a decent price for it, I'm not spending another penny on that game. Well, that's the thing with like free-to-play games, right? Where it's like, yeah, you can spend nothing, or you can spend... to get Mm. little things. But there's no, like, end to it. Like, I don't think I've really seen a game where if you spend, like, 60 bucks, 80 bucks, 100 bucks, you get everything in the game. And there's also the fact that, like, don't a lot of those games not necessarily have, like, a narrative that has an ending 
that you can play through and enjoy and finish? Like, uh, the Marvel games does have like <clears throat> chapters. Like, I'm on chapter seven of nine, so I don't know what happens after nine. I don't know what happens after nine if it's just sort of like bigger. There's like so in the game, there's kind of like hub worlds like that has everyone. Um, not everyone, like probably like thirty online characters and just different world events and stuff. Um, Sentinels coming down or some shit. And then you'll go into like mini dungeons that are just your instance with your group. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing when you hit level uh, or end, end chapter, it's just like more of that. Uh, mm. I see like some different quests and stuff that I can't do until I'm, I'm max level. So. so it just opens up, maybe? I'm guessing. I don't know. I, I, I played like 10 hours of that game yesterday, though. Like, I just... Chilling on the couch, watching Insemi's show on on my computer, and just plowed through Marvel Ultimate Heroes. Muted, because who wants to listen to music games, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't. Uh, last one, kind of a kind of a surprise. I don't I don't know if Dan, if you knew, but like it's coming up. But Rumbo is coming to Xbox One. It's going to be part of the Games of Gold in July. On so on July sixteenth to fifteenth. If you're an Xbox Live member, you can get a Rumbo for free. Uh, kind of like random when I just saw the the, the video posted like from Kotaku, and Rumbo is like in in there. Yeah, that is pretty random, eh? Did you did you know about that or? I I knew it was coming. I didn't know it was going to be the Games with Gold game. That's cool. But I knew that 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 they were going to bring that out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, that's. <sighs> So how do you get nine? How do you get nine local players? I don't think you can. Can you? Local? Yeah. Maybe not local. Online though. Eight local. Yeah. But um, who's got eight Xbox controllers kicking around? That was, yeah, and that was the thing with the the Wii U version. Like, it was really only four controllers that you needed. Mm. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, you could kind of do it with because uh, you got shoulder buttons, right? So you could get like one right hand on a controller and one left hand on the same controller. <laughs> that would actually be fun. You know, because you're, you're sort of, I guess, what is it on Xbox? Um, a, B, whatever? Yeah. And then you could uh, use that for your directional buttons and shoulder buttons for your jump and punch and stuff. That's true. I wonder if they did, they did that. That would actually be kind of fun. Um, but So now, if you haven't played Rumble, is it going to be, I'm assuming it's just the base Rumble game and then they'll sell the expansion. Oh, I don't know the answer to that, actually. Looking at the... Just looking at the trailer, the, the sort of screenshot, it doesn't it doesn't say, like, Rumbo Ultimate Edition. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I mean, it brings... You know, introduces the game to a whole whack of different players, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know how well it did on Steam when it came out for that. Hopefully, hopefully it being free with the games of gold will be good for people who have, you know, that subscription. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the comments on the uh, on the Xbox release video. And it's just like brutal comments, man. There's was into the games this month. Those these uh, as, as so I don't know about Xbox games with gold because I don't really pay attention that much to them. I, I don't even have like a gold membership right now. I want to have to re up on that. But um, the 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 PlayStation ones, it's it's mostly indie games, right? Like the PS3 games will be whatever because 
no one really is playing PS3 now. Just like how it's Xbox 360s, like Kanan Lynch and like some Lego game. Like I'm sure no one was really talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's always like two Vita games or whatever that no one really gives a shit because no one bought the Vita. And then it's like usually two indie games on PS4. And back in the day when PlayStation Plus first started, you would you'd be getting like full fledged games. Like we got Infamous Two, and um. And Gravity Rush and, and and the Uncharted games and stuff like that. Um, you got full fledged like AAA games. So now it's usually like indie focused, which I'm totally down with. But people will just shit all over it every month. The best comment here is um, games with gold for August: Solitaire and Peggle. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> which I mean, the thing is, is is like, yeah, they're not seeing huge titles, but Rainbow is a lot of fun and grow. Grow Up, I've heard, is a lot of fun, too. I've know? heard good things about Grow Up, too, yeah. So it's like, it's just people just jumping on the back. Oh, this isn't, you know, Gears of War for free? <laughs> yeah. It's just funny. It's it's funny because, like, you, you, someone out there is happy about this. Yeah, this totally, but they're, but they're happy. They're not commenting. <laughs> yeah, they're not just like, oh, cool, good list. People like to express their frustrations, not their contentment. That's true. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So I'm down. I'm I'm excited to see. Uh, I hope it comes to PS4. Um, That'd be great to get a platinum in it. I would love that because I I see that it says there's four thousand gamer score. So I'm guessing that it's like one thousand for each game, right? Grow up, Rumbo. So I'm guessing it has like a full achievement list. I don't really know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how Xbox really works that well, but. I'm hoping it's kind of easy, but I'm thinking it might not be because some of those gold, some of them like the times you need to beat the Rumble levels in are are damn hard. So I'm actually the Bohemoth. Yeah, and Bohe. Oh yeah, if there's like a beat Bohemoth without dying like 20 times or something, <laughs> mm. it's not getting done. Not by me. I don't know. The games that are on this list aren't that bad. No, no like, a Lego game too. Yeah, I don't know how good that Lego game is. I don't know Kane and Lynch. I've, I've always wanted to play the Kane and Lynch games. They just look... I don't know. They look dirty. <laughs> yeah, they look like uh, a washed-up um, lethal weapon. Yeah, something like... It, it looks like there would be like a good movie. Yeah, and Colin Farrell like gains a bunch of weight and plays the fat dude with the wife beater and the long hair. Yeah, it reminds me of like what he looked like in Miami Vice, but if he was fight, fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I don't know if the Pirates of the Caribbean game is any good. All, right, all, those, all those Lego games are kind of the same, though, right? Yeah, it's, it's like be good. It's just like for those, it's like, are you a fan of the, the that franchise? If yes, yeah. then just pick it up. Yeah. <clears throat> for me, like. When was the last one I played? Last Lego game I played was the Marvel uh, Heroes one. Yeah, from like was fun. three years ago. Yeah, it was fun. You get the whole like world to do stuff, and and then since then they just I, like keep they just keep pumping those out. It's it's amazing like how many Lego style games there are and how similar they are, mm-hmm. and yet there's like one release every six months of just different franchise franchises. So. Yeah, I'm down with this list. Um, PlayStation, and yeah, the comments are always like brutal, no matter what. Even on the PlayStation ones, it's always the same. Lately, the the last three PlayStation Plus months have been very story driven games. You got Tales right. from Borderlands, uh, Game of Thrones is this month. Um, 
that that photographer one, Life is Strange, was last month. So people are kind of complaining that it's all like story driven things lately. Right. Everyone, everyone just complains. I don't know. Uh, that's it for the news. News, news, news. On the Reddit slash r slash r on game news, mm-hmm. someone posted looking into getting the game dev and thought we would discuss it. So I'll just I'll just tweet or sorry I'll just quote and then Brett can Brett can drop knowledge if he wants. Cool. I used to be a web developer by trade who made some small web web based games in the past utilizing HTML5 and JavaScript, but I like to build slash create something better. I toyed around with Unity in the past and completed a couple of tutorials, but the curious to, uh, but was curious to ask from Toronto Game Devs what would be a good way to start. Naturally, I want to start small and possibly make a side scroller, then eventually expand from there. Any advice slash guidance is appreciated. I know we've talked about this before. Um, I think mm-hmm. in early days of the podcast, I don't think we've really done it since then. Brett, it's been a while. It's been a while. Someone wants to get into game dev stuff. Don't don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah, just don't do it. Just say, you know what? I'm gonna go outside and do things. <laughs> no. Oh, where to start? Well, it's yeah. He was already on the right track, really, really, with the starting with Unity because everyone's using Unity right now. Mm. Um, and since Unity is like really opening the doors on a lot of systems, like uh, like PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch, it's a good place to be. Like it is a good place to start to just learning. I know there's always studios hiring like uh, Unity developers too. So it's a place to be right now. So I would just get back into doing exactly what he said, which is start small, like just keep doing the Unity tutorials and then build something like a side scroller or shoot them up, whatever's easiest and just build from there. That's really like, and like you can release your game on everything now. Like all mobile devices are supporting Unity. Like it's a good, it's a good platform to be using. So, what's easier to what's easier to release on Steam or on mobile? I'm guessing mobile. Mm, probably Google mobile, yeah. Oh, like the Android one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Android is probably the easiest one to release on. Yeah, because you can just make it and put it up <laughs> there, and you can you don't really have to worry about too much of a, an approval process. You can update it as fast as you want. Um, there's a good audience there looking for games. So, you know, I probably would say uh, Google or Google Play. And then if your game's good, Steam, Steam seems pretty easy too. But, yeah, I'd, I'd say mobile mobile devices, particularly Google, is the, probably the easiest right now. And Unity supports all that stuff. So it's pretty good. Yeah. Like that's the one thing about Unity. It's it's being supported by pretty much everything right now. So that's like one huge advantage for it. So I would just tell them to keep on doing Unity and start making small games. That's it. Hmm. <clears throat> cool. Because he's he's totally on the right path. Yeah. And like I wouldn't like someone said check out this other thing. I'm like nah, don't don't worry about it. Don't worry that. Don't waste your time there. Uh, the post is check out phaser.io. It's a nice free game engine that's easy to learn. It's JavaScript, so you can reuse some of the web skills. Yeah, screw it. He already knows how to moderately program. So, uh, like, I've used Unity myself, and it's pretty straightforward. Especially when you have the right tutorials. 
And there, there's tons of tutorials for Unity out there. You can even use uh, this website called Udemy, where you can actually pay for some uh, high-end tutorials that will really show you the ropes. So, because Unity is free, right? Yep, yep. You Which is also to actually release something, right? No, you can even release without having to pay. Oh, really? really? Yeah, but if your game makes like say a million dollars, then you actually have to pay for the license. Oh, it's like some kind of weird uh, licensing system they have. Intriguing. Yeah, I mean, for me, I know, like, it, one of the issues for me is, is sometimes motivation, right? Like, if, if I don't have a deadline or a reason to get to work, sometimes it can be a bit difficult. Mm. Um, because I've been doing it a long time, and at, at this stage, you know, there, there are times where I just want to, <clears throat> you know, go in the garage and work on some other projects or do a little woodworking or get get out of the house or go to a mm. cottage or something you know it's like I, I don't fill my entire life with with music and writing like i used to yeah um so i always find it's good to to set goals and to meet them and to uh, have deadlines and and not just kind of say mm. oh this is going to come out when it comes out or it's going to be ready when it's ready but to actually hold your feet to the fire and get things completed yeah, that's kind of the hard part, right? It's it's pretty easy to start something. It's pretty hard to finish it. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, actually, I don't even do like I've I've cut back on a lot of my like gaming twenty four seven and making games twenty four seven. Like I've been cutting back a lot, but it's just like yeah, I do this for a living now. I don't need to do it like twenty four seven anymore. Not like I used to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you still enjoy it. You still love. Oh yeah, it. I love it. If I walk by the piano, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to play it. But Oh, yeah. If there's a game going down, I'm throwing in for sure. But, like, I do do exactly what you're saying, more stuff outside and stuff. Like, I feel like maybe I've just reached that point in my career where I don't have to hustle as hard. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. I mean, as soon as you start making money at it and as soon as, uh, you know, the, the, the work starts to flow to a mm-hmm. place where you can pay all your bills and, and do all of that, then... Um, you know, then your interests can start to broaden, which is nice. But, you know, when you're in the mix, when you're, you know, in your early, mid-20s or whatever, you know, it's it's all about that goal, right? Yeah. You're spending a lot of time on it. You're meeting the right people. You're connecting with people. You're you're building your web of um, relationships to, to fill other facets of what you do, like, especially with making games, you know. Mm-hmm. Meeting the guys who you're going to be collaborating with, yeah, to make things. I mean, I've made like most of my earlier relationships, and and at least as far as games work goes, um, have been very fruitful. And I'm still working with those people, and I still really, you know, enjoyed their their creativity, and we feed off each other really well. And those relationships are really good, you know, really important. Mm-hmm. So, like, aside from just working on the games, it's also building those relationships. You gotta have them. You can't survive just by yourself. I mean, you can, but even guys who do at the beginning, you know, they'll they'll start to branch out and and start to realize the value of other people's work and how it can augment what you're doing and make it that much better. Yeah. No, that's true. Don't you know? Cool. <laughs> um. Maybe we'll just end the podcast with uh, what we've been playing. Brett. Oh, geez. Uh, we, didn't re- we didn't record last week, so you got two weeks of games. No, I don't. I 
was playing Dishonored, but yeah. uh, I've been doing like crazy overtime at work, so I haven't had a chance to play anything. Okay. Between between late, late, late work nights and stand up comedy, I haven't had a chance to really throw down too much. So hashtag crunch time. What uh, Dishonored one or Dishonored two? Dishonored one, and I'm at the like the, I'm on the last chapter to beat it. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm definitely going to play it some more once uh, I'm done doing Crunch Time because uh, I really, really enjoyed that game. And I'm probably going to pick up the DLC also. So Nice. Yeah, it's a fun game. <clears throat> Everyone should play it. Wait, DLC for the first one, or do you mean Dishonored 2? There's, there's DLC for the first one. Oh, is there? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the, no that's a game I never I never played the first one or the second one. I only like saw it and had friends who played it, but that's like a series I never got into. So. Hmm. It's a good game. It's uh, yeah. I never got into it either, and then I was like, "Oh, this is way better than I expected." Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a good game. Everyone should play it. Cool, uh, Dan. Um, Puzzle Farter. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I played Puzzle Farter today too. <laughs> um, I played. Uh, I actually had a bunch of friends over, and we got a PS3 in the living room. And we've got this like big 120 inch projector screen. So whenever I have friends over, we just like just bust out a, a party game of some sort or a racing game. So we we rocked some Sonic Racing, four player Sonic Racing. So much fun because <laughs> Sonic Racing. <laughs> yeah, I know it's old, but it's amazing. What a random game! <clears throat> oh, it's so good. It's it's like it's the only thing that it's missing is like a battle mode. Oh, really? Because it is fun as sin. It's so fast. It makes mm. it makes Mario Kart look like you know you're going in slow motion. Mm. So fast, and um, so we did four player version of that, which is great because on a 120 inch screen, you know, you've got like a big screen TV for each person, basically, you know, in four way split. Yeah. And then uh, what else? <clears throat> Sorry. We also tried that air console thing. You guys played that? No, no. It's actually a lot of fun. It's totally awesome. What is it? Um, basically, it's like a website that you log mm-hmm. on and create sort of. Um, you create a, a room, basically, and then everybody just grabs their phones and downloads the Air Console app, and they get in there and they uh, join that room, and then there's just a whole ton of games. You can, and there's a bunch of them you can play for free. I think it's it's not that expensive. I think it's like three bucks a month or something, and then it opens up all the games. Hmm. But it's just a bunch of party games. There's like different racing games, um, different sort of games that are kind of like um, like one two switch kind of things. Mm. There's um, a lot of those card games, um, a whole bunch of stuff. There was this one that we played that was like. Um, Angry Birds, but you're playing against, it's like a four-player game and so each one of you has your own phone, your own nickname, and, and then you you're basically playing Angry Birds two, two to a side and just like warring it out. Mm-hmm. And just a whole bunch of different games. It's, it's a lot of fun. There's this one that's like Frogger and you can have a bunch of players and then you're all trying to get across at the same time and when you make it across, you get like five points and when you get hit, you lose a point and you're just constantly like frantically trying to get it over it's every game we played was like fun you know the graphics are not anything to write home about they're just it's all really simple stuff but hmm. uh, that's cool you don't need them like it was just 
like like Brett always says, it's, it was more about the fun factor. So air console, I would try. It. Hmm. You know, and it's something like all the games are so simple. It's something you could just play with, you know, anybody, kids, parents, family friendly stuff. You know, <clears throat> check it out. Nice. Um, as I mentioned, I played Marvel Ultimate Heroes Omega, whatever it's called. Uh, it's fun. Got back into Zelda because the DLC came out, so I got all the. I I got my car cleaned last Monday. Mm-hmm. And I just brought the Switch to the car dealership and just plowed through all the DLC content. So got the Phantom Armor and the Medina's Mask and Majora's Mask and all that stuff, so that was good fun. The The Hero's Path in that game is just the, one of the coolest things ever, because basically what it does is it just traces out the path that you walked the entire game, up to like 200 hours, and I'm like 80 hours in, so it's fine. And... uh it's cool to just see on the map, like, you think you've played this game so much, and then you look at the map, and you're like, holy shit, there's, like, pretty big sections I just never went around. I always just went around or just skipped. Um, so that was really, that was, like, super cool to see. And a little bit of Persona 5, trying to just inch my way past that game. Uh, I'm, like, 20 hours in, 18 hours in or so. and fun with it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's still, like, there's... No game has as much style as that game. Like, it's just so cool. Like, every, the art direction of that game is just, like, some of the best. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, like, when you, when you boil down to it, it is just, like, a turn-based RPG. Um, but there, but there's enough, like, style and, and enough uh, kind of strategy in it to kind of mix things up. I think what happened with me with Persona 4 on Vita is that around the, like, 35, 40-hour mark, I kind of just got bored of it. So, so we'll see if that happens here. Um, there's a little bit, there's a little bit more though. But I'm, I'm thinking like I, I, I'll be really surprised if I beat this game. But who knows? Um, you can do it just because how freaking long it is. Like I'm 20 hours in, and, and I'm looking at like sort of the, the, the first part of the trophy list, which would be the story based trophies. And mm-hmm. I have like there's like maybe 10 or 11 story based trophies. And I got like one, like two of them. <laughs> and I'm 20 hours in. And I'm just like this is going to take forever. I like it. So, like, if you Google, if you, if you, uh, how long to beat Persona 5, there's that website, mm-hmm. how long to beat.com, I think. Right. I think, what, 80 hours? I think it says, like, 90, 100 hours. Holy crap. Main story, 94 hours was the average. Main story plus extra is 110 hours. Completionist, 163 hours. Holy. Yeah. So it's it's a hundred hour game, like legit, like not just not just like with side quests and stuff like that. Like you could really beat Breath of the Wild in thirty forty hours. Apparently, okay. Persona Four, it's, it's you're not beating that game under eighty hours. So I got a question. What's up? Are you down with some insane trilogy or what? I never played the the originals, right? I only I I think I played the first one, like. Like, well after it already came out into the PS3 era, mm-hmm. I played the first Crash Bandicoot. Oh, <clears throat> I, I rocked that first one, and I got 100%. Yeah, so I never, I never, like, I never, I was never a fan of it, so it doesn't have the same appeal to me. I'll pick it up eventually, because apparently it's really, really good. Um, but I'm in no rush to, like, get it. I'm assuming eventually it's going to be, like, it'll be, you know, one of their cornerstone sale games where it's, like, ten bucks and stuff. So. Apparently it's doing incredibly well. 
Yeah, I saw in UK it's like the highest selling game in UK or something. It's pretty crazy. I, I honestly, when I thought when they announced that game, I was just like, that like the gameplay won't hold up because it's just gameplay mechanics from 1995 or, or whatever, 2000, mm. whenever that, that series came out. Mm. And stuff's just gotten better since then. But I guess, like, it can't all just be nostalgic. Like, people are loving that game. So I got to imagine it's fun to play. They did something. The first one's probably a little frustrating. I mean, did you enjoy playing it at all when you played the... Um... Uh, I did, but I think sure. I only played it maybe an hour, and I was just like, all right, I, I understand what people liked about this. But, was like, the, I thought, like... Uncharted, uh, the remake? I can't remember now. No, no it, was, it, was, it, was it, was, it was the OG one. That would have been cool, though, if that's how they announced the game. That would have been awesome. Yeah. But I think I don't even think it was announced then. I think they announced it um, at... PlayStation experience last year, didn't they? They should make an update to Uncharted where it's like the remake now. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> hmm. um, yeah, so I'll, I'll pick it up. Did you pick it up or no? Not yet? No, I haven't, but it seems like something, because it's just, it's a great little casual game. You could just crush 10 levels and then, and then, you know, put it away for a while. Yeah. So I think I might. Because I don't know, it's, it, it, for me it's nostalgic for sure. But I didn't really, I didn't beat the second or third one. I just, I just crushed the first one, like because yeah. that was, you know, I got the PlayStation One right when that was all a thing, right? So right. I played that crap out of, um, out of that first Crash game. Yeah, so I think it is a budget game, right? It is like fifty bucks or so. Yeah, it's yeah, it's forty nine bucks. So eventually, but. No, I was in no rush to pick it up, but I'm happy for the people. I'm glad it, it uh, it's doing well and stuff. I I totally thought it would, people would be like, oh, these games aren't they didn't hold up, but I guess they hold up. So, mm. well, you're definitely gonna get the nostalgia factor in there for sure. For sure, but I, I feel like I haven't seen anyone complain about any of any of the games. Yeah, I'm a little surprised about that because it's uh, there are definitely some clunky, some clunky controls and stuff in the, in those games. Like it's 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 not. Um, you're, especially in that first one, you're fighting it a little bit. Yeah, they must have just ironed those out, though. Yeah, I'm sure they did a little bit of that, for sure. Yeah, You don't see PS1 games really get remade. It's usually like PS2 games that just get the straight port. Um, but PS1 games, like, there aren't that many. Like, Final Fantasy VII's coming out in 30 years. Um, <laughs> insane trilogy, but I, I can't really think of too many PS1 games that get the, like... It's actually a straight up port of it or a remake of it. So, mm, Sly Cooper got one. Uh, those are those are PS2 games. Oh, wasn't he on PS1 at all? No, I don't think so. I think he started on PS2. Well, they need a new Sly Cooper game. Uh, first release was September 23rd, 2002, on PlayStation 2. Oh, interesting. Same with uh, Jack and Dexter, because I was or Daxer, Dexter, whatever it is. That was the... What? Just the way you said it, maybe laugh. Jackson Dacker? Daxer? Daxer. Dexter. What is it? Jack, Jack and... I don't Jack know. and Daxter. That's the naughty... That was the next one after Crash Bandicoot, wasn't it? For them? I think is so. that Naughty Dog? Insomniac or whatever? That was Naughty Dog. Yeah, I guess so, because... Um, Insomniac was... Uh, that other remake that came out last year that I played the heck out of and can't remember the title of now. 
There's a lot of uh, not remembering of games today. Yeah, okay. It's too early in the morning. Um, what? What oh. was it? Damn. Yeah, we should have a summer hours. We're like, yo, it's summertime. We should do this in the evening. I can do that. Spyro? Ratchet and Clank? Uh, Ratchet and Clank's the one, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. They did re- they did uh, re-release that. That was that was that was fun. That was and, awesome. now, and now that game is like ten bucks on when it when it hits sale, and it only came out like maybe a year and a half ago. So uh, they're gonna do if, if um, uh, Crash is doing as good as it's doing, they're gonna do a Spyro thing for sure. Spyro is coming back. Yeah, who owns the Spyro rights though? Uh, the dudes who make those games. Um, good, good job. No, the ones with the shoot. Insomniac. Do they own it? Oh. Activision is, has been the publisher. Was the last publisher. Activision and Vivendi. Yeah. Oh, because because they do the um, the Skylanders. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. Skylanders. Oh yeah. So okay. Yeah, yeah. Spyro's coming back. I Call. doubt it. I'm calling it. Spyro's coming back for sure. That'd be Rich. cool. Uh, just wrapping up, if you want to follow Brett and all his adventures, you can do so at Brett Meeser basically everywhere. Pretty much. Uh, Twitter. TP Smoke on Twitch. Yep. <laughs> give give, give, uh, give Brett the Tweet of the Week. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because you didn't do anything. No, no you... I don't uh, even have a Tweet of the Week. I don't even know what give the it last... to, You know what? Give it to uh, Jake. Yeah, Jake Budno did another uh, sound. He deserves it. And on uh, Heroes of the Storm, which a game I never played, but was still super um, terrible. No, the video. <laughs> <laughs> no, the video was awesome. It was great. Uh, Tweet of the week goes to Brad Meeser. Dear Netflix, can you add westerns to your browser bar? It's one of the oldest genres of film. Hashtag snubbed. Yeah, because I've been watching a lot of cowboy movies. And Netflix doesn't have a Western filter. I spent a while watching a ton of cowboy movies, too. I got a bunch in my collection. I watched this one. It's called Traded. Do not watch it. It is horrible. (laughs) I've been in a big big documentary mood lately, so I've been just kind of trying to find all the documentaries. And they're going to do... It's not really a documentary, but they're going to do... They found uh, evidence that Amelia Earhart was actually captured by Japanese um, people. I've heard, I heard this. I haven't looked into it yet, but someone else also mentioned this. Yeah, so I'm they like what? <laughs> so they they found a photo of uh from that was on this island, this Japanese controlled island or Japanese controlled back from the 30s, whatever. Mm-hmm. That has a uh like a, a woman and a man, a, ca- a Caucasian woman and man, and the man the picture it's like a picture from the 30s, right? So it's like really shitty quality, and they got to zoom in on it. But the the structure of the 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 guy looks very similar to the person who is with Amelia Earhart. The girl, though, is facing the other way, so it's kind of a little bit more of a stretch. But right. they, but they, the Japanese have banned all white people uh, on those islands, so they think that they held them captive, and I guess now that they went to those islands and found like stuff that might have been her plane and, and all this shit, so... Hmm. I'm pumped. That's tonight. I, I can't wait. So, I've been in a big history-slash-documentary mood lately, so... Nice. The last documentary I watched was about eating animals. Eating so animals? What the health? Yeah, I think it was What the Health. Yeah, 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 yeah. People watching that one right now. It's pretty good. Katie watched it, scared the shit out of her. Well, yeah, the whole concept of, like, 
how bad, like how just bad everything is for you. Yeah, I could see that really scaring people. Yeah, but it was a good documentary though. Like, aside from like, yeah, you're gonna die from eating all this stuff, but <laughs> it was still pretty good. Anyways, that's charmingindos.com podcast. I uh, check out the game. Uh, sorry, the website charmingindos.com. Charmingindos everywhere: Instagram, Twitter, Reddit. Uh, follow Dan at Composing Dan. I'm almost nowhere. No website, <laughs> no LinkedIn, no Snapchat, no Facebook. Go to the Snapchat, bro. No. Uh, and you can follow Brett at Brett Me Server. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see you next week. Later. See ya.